good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Black's Fun. It's with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo. Yeah. Full furnace once again. Yeah. Eat it up. Eat it up. Eat it up. <laughs> we got so gassed. Everyone's so tired. <laughs> I just realized my shirt blends into the background. It's the not, same shade as the. Not, not really. No. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, start, starting strong. I see. Cool. Um, who's in the hot seat today? It's me, you know. I think it has to be Moses, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I, I need to remind myself to come to question, come to this with questions. I know a question. Let's see. I'm going to go back to the vault. Robert, have you got anything? Um, so I was, I, I want to ask a question based on last week's talk but i think i might tweak it so last week we were talking one of the things we talked about was robert de niro and Apuccino become becoming dads again yeah at their ages bro yeah. i swear them man have hit retirement age 79 to 81 yeah. yo man's still running strong <laughs> i mean abraham was 100 so you know i mean he he had a different kind of viagra uh yeah, but he also lived to what? How old was he? Like six hundred or something? That's a different. That's a different. Uh, different time. That's, that's wild, though. You know, because you're living up to like six hundred, yeah, and arguably, you had your wife from young. Yeah. And I, I've actually, I've actually got a question for you, like, yeah. After your actually, after your thing, let me write it down so that I don't forget. Okay. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I, <laughs> I might catch a couple of raised eyebrows from <laughs> Kevin's ain't here, so that's one less. But if if Jer's beside you, I might catch a raised eyebrow. No, she's here. She's here. So, oh, so sorry, Abraham was only one hundred and seventy-five. Sorry. It might have been Adam you're thinking about. Yeah. Adam went to like a thousand or something. Or oh, Adam went to nine thirty. Okay. Yeah. Which you know just because I didn't preach on this on Sunday. <laughs> oh, you came with the mathematical formulas and that I was like, bruh. But yeah. Oh yeah. Um so question, question around that. Um so let's say you knew a Christian guy, married, all of that good stuff. Um are there any circumstances where you would advise him that maybe he's not ready to be a father yet? Oh, um, um, hold on, let me okay. Is there any reason I would advise a Christian husband that he wasn't ready to be a husband yet? Yeah, that he felt that he, that, that, that like he felt enough that he you felt he wasn't ready enough that you felt led to. You know, have an actual conversation with him about it. A husband I mean, or a father? A husband. Uh, if no, you're already like, a husband's not ready to be a, a husband, no, a, a husband not ready to be a father. Yeah, a husband ready not. A man not, not ready to be a husband. No, no a man's he's already married. He's already married. After yeah. the marriage, he's not ready to be a father. Cool. Um yes. I I wouldn't I don't think there would there would be any circumstance in which I would say that. Um, 
because I, I feel like um, not only does the marriage itself like factor into your sanctification, but children do as well. Um, and if you are the most selfish guy, like you hold grudges, blah, 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 this and that, when you get kids, it's going to become so apparent. And if you are a godly Christian man, which I'm hoping you are, and for us to be able to have this conversation, I would be like, you would need, firstly, you would need accountability, you need a support system, blah, blah, blah. But it will, it will definitely chip away at what you, it will highlight and help chip away at your, your selfishness. There will there, there some people may argue you're not financially stable, blah blah blah, this and that. Um, but my counter argument there is yes, there is there is a there is wisdom in ensuring that you're physically in a space to provide for a kid. But we we walk by faith, not by sight. Doesn't necessarily mean fam, go have a whole football pitch of kids. Doesn't mean that. I do, I do believe that when it comes to children within a marriage, um, you need to be led by, by God to be like, even if you feel like you're not ready to be like, yo, I kind of feel like God is, is leading us down this path. Sometimes it may not be, oh, God is leading us down this path. Sometimes your pull-up game is weak and now you're pregnant. Like that can happen. But I don't think, um, I don't think there will be any circumstance in which I will tell her husband, I don't think you're ready for kids. Okay. Yeah, and I, I don't because I, I believe that it will it's going to challenge your character which is only a good thing. Um, it will push you deeper into um, reflecting on God as a father. As you reflect on your children and how you father them, it will, it will push you more so into reflecting on how God sees you. Um, and it will, things around like discipleship and, and like leading a household and taking on these responsibilities, um, it will push you into that into that space more so than just having a wife. Mm. So yeah, my mine would just be I wouldn't say I don't think you're ready for it. I would just be like, just be it's between you and your wife as to when you're both ready. Um and also prayerfully seeking seeking children. But I don't think I'll tell any husband, I don't think you're ready to have kids. I'll be like, yeah, go for it. It's going to challenge you and you're going to have to grow through it. But if you're having a conversation with me, then I'll be like, bro, I'm here for you. And not just me, I'm hoping that there will be a, a bigger community as well. Whereas men, we can hold each other accountable and just be like, yo, how is this going? How is that going? Or you can be like, oh, bro, I'm struggling with X, I'm struggling with Y. Because even after you have kids your relationship with your wife can be stretched during the whole pregnancy and after birth because um, your wife is going through hormonal changes and physical changes <clears throat> and her attention kind of goes from being a wife to being a mother. And then you're going to have to kind of factor that into the way that you engage with her and you kind of give her space and stuff. So yeah, it, it, it definitely shapes as a husband and as a man, it shapes your 
um, it, it shapes you a lot. But in, like in surrendering to God, I feel like it can only work out for the for the good, no matter how much you struggle. Mm. I'm not sure if you'd agree, Peter. I don't necessarily disagree at all. I, I think I do agree. And I, I, the only thing I was going to add was I don't think anyone's ever really ready. Or I don't think there's actually a measure for readiness to be a father. Mm. Once you are, especially for a Christian person, you're in a marriage, you sort of, you sort of become a better father as you go through as the process. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, I think the argument for being ready is predominantly financial. Yeah, though. But then also, I, I think it's almost like. <clears throat> well, so when you when you said it for whatever reason, I sort of thought along the lines of where there's a pregnancy and then it's like you shouldn't be ready, and thus consequently abortion. And mm. so like, obviously, there's no circumstances, financial or otherwise, will <laughs> ever say that. Um, but yeah, that the argument tends to be financial, and even then, it's like, yeah, as as, as has been said, you know, you sort of figure it out as you go. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I completely agree as well. Yeah, yeah. Cool. that. Do you want oh. to go into my question before Mo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Your question. Cool. I've written mine down, so Sweet. I should remember. So, so my question was um, top G. <laughs> Top G, said, <laughs> Top G said that he can't, he can't place his faith in a God that isn't respected. And so this is following, following his BBC interview, which I didn't watch. Mm. Um, he did another interview with Valuetainment, um, Patrick Bet David and another dude who I, again, didn't watch, but sort of watch clips from. Um, and his argument as to why he went from atheist to Christian to now Muslim is he can't place his faith in a god that's not respected um ergo the christian god isn't respected and you know they can do all their jokes but the muslim god uh islam allah is respected because there's too much heat with messing around with allah um my question to you is is that true do you agree and if so is he correct in his you know presumption that you can't put faith in a God that isn't respected. Um, mm. And if he is, then why should anyone be Christian? Ah, that's a very good question. I do agree. I do agree that um, amongst the Abrahamic faiths, Christianity is the punching bag. Mm. Um, yeah, because if you speak something about the Jews, you'll get cancelled straight. If you speak something about Islam, <laughs> it's peak for you. But Christianity, <laughs> yeah, it's all long. But Christianity tends to be the punching bag. Now there are other religious um, flavors and pers persuasions that are butts of jokes as well. Um, but out of like the major uh, religions, Christianity definitely is a punching bag. Um, but I see that as tying in perfectly with what Jesus said. 
um, even in lines of like people who persecute you will think they're doing God a service. They think they're doing the right thing. Um, you will be persecuted. You will be ridiculed. If people have called me devil, what do you think they're going to call you? It's like that there is this recognition of Jesus is foolishness to the Gentiles and a stumbling block to the Jews. Um, but he, he is the power of God unto salvation. And in God's wisdom, he has chosen to use um, the foolishness, his foolishness to, to confound, confound the wise. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it ties in perfectly. Um, I think it ties in perfectly with what scripture kind of presents in line of like persecution and stuff. There are different flavors of persecution. There are some where it's very much just like, I'm going to shoot you, blah, blah, blah. Other ones is, and I think it's more so in the West, where it's like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just going to make fun of you, make you feel stupid. So the persecution is a lot more inconvenience and uncomfortability as opposed to, no, I'm going to run up into your church meeting and kill everyone unless they denounce Christ. And so there's like different expressions of persecution in different, different um, cultures. So yeah, I believe he is right. But in him being right, it, it lines up with scripture. And it lines up with God using the foolishness of the world to bring about his salvation. And, um, and I think it, it also highlights the, the miracle that is salvation. To believe in something contrary to logic in that way and, and it isn't saying like the bible is just nonsense no but yo you're trying to tell me one man died on a cross that everyone may enjoy this relationship with god like when it comes to most of the other religions no it has to be on your part you have to have done something to merit this thing and but not so with with Christianity. And so yeah, for those who are almost like on the line and saying, Oh yeah, but people treat Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah, like I got a Jesus peak. Like my, my my only advice would be like, yo, if you really think you can live a righteous life and stand before God, go try it. I've tried it and I know I can't. So I'm holding on to his promises that in Christ, I will stand right before him. Because outside of Jesus, nothing else is going to help me. If you think something else is going to help you, bro, let's find out. So, yeah. I, I have a partial <laughs> disagreement. Okay. Um, on two fronts. Firstly, um... <laughs> Up to the end of the Old Testament, the God of the of the, of the Christians and the Jews is the same God. Yeah. Um, so I think it's not so much um, the God, or if it was to my Muslim Allah, that is the one that people are respecting. It's much much more the religion itself. You know, people are wary of Muslims not because 
of Allah, I think pe people probably know less about Allah than they know about God, but they've seen what, what Muslims will do in Allah's name, and that's why they will, you know, maybe yeah, not be as vocal. And again, with with Christians, um, we have we have the same God as, as the Jews, just not the same Jesus, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And again, um, I think the respect that the Jews have comes down to their to their um, their past, <laughs> their past, and and their their protectiveness as a result of the past mm. that they've had. Um, and I think, like, a question that comes to mind when, when people ask this question is, like, respected by who? Because, you know, mm. like Andrew Tate said, he couldn't respect a God who was respected by people. But by that measure, there are a lot of people that don't respect Andrew Tate. So does that, does that mean that he's not, he's not <laughs> well listening to as well? I hear that. No, that's, that, that, those are very good points. Yeah. And definitely... And, and also, just to say, like, if you look at someone like um, Lloyd Mayweather, you might laugh at him behind the screen because he can't read <laughs> in person. He'll knock you out. So ultimately, whether you respect someone or not, like you'll find out. <laughs> you know, even, even Mike Tyson, you you won't make fun of him. You make, won't make fun of his list in front of him. Exactly. Like yeah, the, um, the Egyptians made made fun of God or didn't take him seriously. They found out, and that. And I think just because you don't respect something doesn't mean that the thing isn't worth respecting. Facts. Um, especially when it comes to God. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree that the, the culture around the religion plays a part in the, the world's respect or reverence for the religion. Um, both Muslims and Jews they're much more united than Christians. Yeah. As a culture, they're much more united than Christians. And they tend to agree on this on the same points for the most part. Um, there are progressives within each religion <clears throat> that kind of push the bolts out in, the bolt out in different directions. But for the most part, those practicing tend to be quite conservative, it to use that word. Um but in Christianity, Islam is a minefield. Yeah. Especially like Western Christianity. I think if you if you go to like the Eastern stuff where Christianity is like you could die for for your for your faith. Yeah. Um, you might not have that same view of, of yeah. Christianity. Yeah. And I think the um, when I was thinking about the ridicule of the God, I was thinking about the um, the main figureheads. So, yes, we've got the same, like, Yahweh, arguably, linking us, but Jesus is a major figurehead in Christianity. Mm. Rightly so. Um, and I think they're almost taking shots at Jesus as opposed to Yahweh. Where in Judaism, if you're to take shots at their God, it's just straight Yahweh. There's no mediator. Like mm. no one's if even if anyone's trying to take shots at Moses, it's in Christianity that I hear that argument a lot. 
man, them are like, oh, Moses just went up the hill and then he hid around the bush and then chiseled the, the tablets by himself and then came down. I'm just like, good, good, yeah, because he had, yeah. <laughs> um, and even like Jesus feeding five thousand loaves, and he's like, oh, he, his disciples had more fish and they're passing it to him in the background. I'm like, yeah, well done, well done. You've cracked the code, well done. Um. So I think I think it's the figurehead of Jesus that people are ridiculing, that they're kind of mocking and stuff, as opposed to the overall God um, and the the lack of understanding around the Trinity also kind of brings things into, especially from a theological perspective, anyways. Um, but yeah, definitely agree with you in that the culture around the faith. Um, plays a massive factor in how society at large perceives the religion. Mm-hmm. And Christianity, we're not really doing ourselves much of a favour. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Real quick. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this, year, And I was like... Most of them, well, not most, but the prominent men, quite a few of the prominent men in the Bible had concubines. Come on. And and I was wondering, yeah, did they have concubines? Because obviously, for the most part, these concubines were for sexual pleasures. Did they have concubines as a service? Like, what? Think about the statement and like whether you disagree or not, and like your thoughts behind it. The Bible doesn't really give much um, answers here or there, but yeah, just your thoughts around it. Did they have concubines as a service to their wives that their sexual urges won't just fall on her? That it's like if you didn't want to have sex, but their husband still wanted to have sex, there was another woman to have sex with that was almost mutually agreed and was open and like, not mutually agreed, cause I don't feel like the wife could be like, yeah, she's, the, nah. But he brought in a, a wife to be like, yo, when you're not on it, or you're going through your period or whatever, man can run with this one. And then, yeah, so you won't feel, I won't, sexual frustration won't be a thing. It won't just be you, like, boom. But yeah, what's, what's your thoughts around that? I don't think women had, had a say. And their feelings were not taken into consideration. <laughs> but you say that, yeah. You, I, 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 sorry, sorry. Finish your point. Finish your point. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and like, you know, even someone like what's his name? Is it what was it? Uh, Jacob. Yeah. You know, as much as he loved Rachel, and was willing to work there fourteen years for her, he still smashed. He's <laughs> yeah. And and the maid servants. Yeah. But the wives gave him the mace. This is this is the point I was going to make. Was I I I see what you're saying, but I don't think it was so much the wives didn't have a say or their feelings weren't considered because it seemed like with Leah, with Rachel, with um, Abraham, it seemed almost it seemed almost like pop culture. Yeah, to say here's my hand. I thought you said pop culture, you know. It seemed almost like it didn't, from the way it's presented in the Bible, it seemed normal. Like, mm. yeah, 
go go sleep with my handmaiden so that she would give birth onto me. Or here is Hagar, sleep with her so that by her I might give birth. It, it seemed like it was normal. I think they had a different relationship. They had a different view towards sex than we do now. Almost, and even than the New Testament did. And I say that because it seemed more important, the idea of sort of um, pregnancy and giving birth and all of those things, than just the the pleasure yes. of sex. It, it wasn't as much the pleasure of sex. And so, you know, I can't see any situation today where, you know, Jacob works for his wife, Leah, and then he smashes Leah and on that wedding night and Rachel's cool with it. Like, or even if she's upset with it, it's like, yeah, you've got Have you heard of Frupples, Peter? Sorry? Have you heard of Frupples? Fru oh. <clears throat> what? So, so that's coming to it because we don't have a good relationship with sex in today's day and age. It's stupid. Polyamory <laughs> and all of this nonsense. It's, it's ridiculous, the type of things that are going on. But it just seems to me they had a very different relationship with sex, um, or at least concept of sex in the old day, you know, for, like, who was it? Was it Judah's, Judah's son's widow? Yeah. Would trick him into sleeping with her, you know, and, you know, get the, get the, um, get the, the signet ring, ring you know, yeah. get pregnant. And I was like... There was, it didn't even seem like there was any weirdness about, oh, you slept with your son's daughter of more. Oh, yes, I have not been a righteous man because I have not given you a, uh, a husband or something like that. It was like, they, but, they just... But, as he was walking, he thought she was a cult prostitute. So yeah. he was, arguably, he was horny. Yes, yeah, no, and this is what I'm saying. It, it was, it seems like it was just... Well, the reason I'm saying they had a different relationship with it was it seems... Men get horny, they need to bust. And so, like, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And like, and, like, even, was it, was it Dina who got Dina, raped? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and then she wanted to go and get married yeah. to the guy that, it was, it was Absalom. No, no, no. So no, Dina, no. Dina is the, the sister of the 12. Yeah. And then she got raped by someone that lived in the area. They yeah. In the area that they were living in. Okay. The son of his name, the yeah, his there. name was the name of the city. I forgot. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. then it was, you know, he, he then said, oh, he desires her. So he wants to marry her after smashing. And the brothers were like, okay, you guys go and get circumcised. And Levi and, yeah. uh, who was it? Levi and his other brother go in and kill them. Absolutely. Yeah, where yeah. David's yeah. David's David's son. Yeah, and he was like, "Let my sister bring me, <laughs> bring me soup or something, because I'm not worried." Yeah, we eat in my chambers. Yeah, yeah. Then he smashes. Like, yes, you're right. But then uh, she said, "Marry me now." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, but don't then do with the her, it was like thing. he detested her afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Post so. clarity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I heard I heard the story. This story is eighteen, so there's an eighteen part. I, yeah, it's, it's, there's an eighteen part to, to the to the podcast. This is that when you said post not clarity. Yeah, this guy was like, it was a Reddit thread, and it was like, where's where's the weirdest space, place you've ever masturbated? And he was like, oh, um, he was at a low point in life, and he was gonna go commit suicide. So he laid down on a on the train tracks, and. The train was taking long, so he thought, oh, cool, let me let me just masturbate. So <laughs> he was laying on the train tracks, masturbating, and it was like, after he nutted, he was like, 
Why do I want to kill myself? Can we just get up and you go up and left? <laughs> so post that clarity helped him save his life. I guess, I guess you could say that got him on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. But yeah, yeah so I, I think I think they had a different they had a different concept. It, it seems their society, their culture had a very different concept of sex. You know, because even um, Abraham had concubines. Yeah, back of kids. Yeah. David was just mad. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I think we, 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 we should make a difference between a concubine and a hand servant because I think they are different things. Abraham had oh. hand servants. Oh, no, Solomon yeah. had, had, had concubines. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, but he did well, have concubines. No, he did have yeah, children by concubines. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Concubines, yeah. Especially, I think it was after Sarah. Yeah. When Sarah died, he married and then he had concubines as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Man's man's over hundreds. Oh, smash! You, you got to think as well. Like that society is so different from ours because mm-hmm. even with kids, you know, it was a thing of you have as many kids as you possibly can. Yeah, you know, to to further the the lineage. To multiply. Yeah, you know, like, literally. So it's like those, it and and you see a lot that a lot of the women derived their value from having kids. Mm. You know, and I wouldn't even say society pressured because that's the argument that's been made but i think that's just how they viewed their value in in the time was to be able to have kids and, and it's not about society per se i guess society all de- decides what value is, i got but, a question i got a so question that, yeah <laughs> do you <laughs> it's right do you think the way women perceive themselves is better now or in biblical times? Oh, that's just a kind of worm, boy. <laughs> I think, I think, um, mm. I think there are pros and cons in each. Well, which one's got the most pros? <laughs> Which, which one's got the better pro to con ratio? I, so I so I think, arguably, it were it was simpler times back then in terms of, um, no. Nah, so when we say back in the, like, if we take the Old Testament, then we're looking specifically at the Jewish culture. Mm. So how the Jewish. Mm. Yeah, um, community kind of view themselves and stuff. It w- is not necessarily reflecting on wider cultures because some women were burning their children, um, eating their children, eating their children, doing madness, like just sleep. Yeah, like it, the Greeks were just on a madness orgies and all of them things. Yeah, there. So, yeah, so if we're looking at like the Abraham <laughs> God following, then. Um, Yeah, that's that's actually an interesting question. So if we're looking at the Jewish lineage, um... no, actually, no, no, no. Let's not, let's not, let's not zoom like that. Just because if we're looking at this, today's society, we'll be taking the Christian and non-Christian into into consideration as well. So outside of the the cannibalism, <laughs> from like what we see in the Bible of how women were treated, how they yeah. presented themselves, kind of things they did. Do you think that women 
value system was better back then or no? I, I, I think I'd have to say back then because back then, at the very least, it seems the value system was based on something wholesome, whether that was on child bearing, rearing, whether that was on sort of um, uh, marriage and, and being a helpmeet. Like, it seemed women valued themselves based on something that would progress society or something that was, at the very least, positive for society. Today, it would appear women base their value on, well, one, and, and maybe this is a skew from, you know, seeing a lot of the feminist movement or following that, um, but it seems women base a lot of value or base, see their value in, one, their sexual liberty, mm-hmm. and two, their liberty to kill. And so this whole abortion thing, you know, the, mm. the idea that they they seem to have so much value in um, having the rights to murder another human being that's growing inside of them. It, it seems those values are, at the very least, so shallow. Uh, but um, also, but playing devil's advocate, mm. like there are, there is that side, but it's also the side where women feel like the contributions to society aren't aren't um, seen as much as they should be. They, they feel like they have a lot more to give the men or allowing them to. Um, they, they, they feel like there are, lot, there are spaces where men predominate that could do with women being there. So, you know, you know, a woman's touch. So there's a flower, I don't want to kill it. I was about to say, like, you look like you're about to murder something. Sorry. Now, so good. And I hear you, and I... I... I feel like society has gradually become more individualistic. Mm. But back in those times, it seemed more communal. And because it was communal, there was almost like this sense of hierarchy of power. Um, so even the men were subject to other men. Like there, there was a chain of command. Now that chain of command seems to be a bit flattened and everyone's kind of fighting for headship. Almost going back to Genesis, where God is like, um, Eve, you're gonna fight like for for your husband's position. You're gonna fight for that headship, um, in the way that I've understood it, anyways. And yes, there were bad things done. So even if we zoom out from just the biblical narrative, um, men could do madness, and then just send women to go sort it out. So. Um, Lot, Lot, when the two angels came to him, Mandem wanted to rape the angels, but he's like, nah, have my virgin daughters. And they didn't have a say. The Levite who traveled to, was it the Benjaminites? And then they wanted to rape him. Brother, he pushed his wife out. They raped her all night. So it's almost like they wanted to do something to the man, but the woman got the short end of the, of the straw. Um... And even if we look at like Chinese, uh, Asian culture, not just Chinese, but Asian culture, historically, men will rack up debts and then the women would have to go live in a brothel to earn money to pay for their husband's debts. Mm. And then it's just like, no, it, it isn't your debt, it's your husband's debt. But he's almost selling your body 
to finance his gambling. Mm-hmm. And so even in those ways, like the woman's worth wasn't valued as much or wasn't, yeah, women were almost commodities within within that. Um, and so it, there's a natural progression of the oppressed wanting to shake off the shackles of the oppressive. But then the oppressed become the oppressive. And that vicious cycle kind of going going around, and so yes, now there there is there does seem to be like this movement towards sexual liberty, towards equality, blah blah blah. But it isn't it isn't um, it, it it doesn't pan out the way they they want it to, arguably, mm. um, for various different factors and reasons. And I'm not going to try go on a Jordan Peterson sort of. Pete Pearson, whatever, mm-hmm. um, sort of argument where it's just like, yo, like, just like skill set wise and the pool of talent and stuff is, is just not equal. Mm-hmm. Um, the trajectory that both men and women have taken throughout the ages is different. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say if, if I could take the community focus and the community focus of both men and women of the past, but um, almost like the equal standing, equal standing, and not okay. not of the present, because I feel like we've put we pushed the boat out far, but almost when Paul is like, there is no longer male nor female, Jew nor Gentile, we are all one in Christ. That sort of quality. Yeah where we recognize the value and the worth, but still very much being like, no, we're building the community together. Mm. Like that that would almost be this utopian sort of um, space. But yeah, I do feel, um, in terms of picking one over the other, I'm struggling. I'm struggling a lot because of the gaping atrocities in both spaces. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll say the community focusedness of, of the Old Testament and um, the equality within the New Testament makes a perfect combination. Mm. I mean, could you also say, you know, there, there's an element of there being sort of bad men, you know, men that weren't standing yeah. up for yeah. their women? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. 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 That's the case all around. But yeah. Yeah. So, oh. well, I don't actually have a topic for today. So, if you guys would like to talk about something, please let me know. It's been one of those weeks where it's just been like, well, nothing's happened except for Boris Johnson. He 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 stepped down, and then they they told him that he did a mislead Parliament um, about his party gate stuff. But no one cares about that. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about. I, uh, I doubt you guys have seen Spider-Man yet, have you? Nah, I haven't. Do you know what, yeah? And after speaking, I was going to go see it, but actually after speaking to you, I decided not to. Yeah, because 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 this one carries on you from the first, the first one. Yeah. yeah. And do you I've know what, yeah? One. I've seen the first one. I've seen the first one like three times. I really enjoyed it. But I no longer want to contribute to films or partake in films that I need to follow the entire storyline to get. I feel like films, 
I feel like films need to be self-contained. Okay. I mean, like something like a, something, something like an Avengers. Do you mean like? I won't follow Avengers. Won't follow, yeah, because you yeah. need to watch so much else. I yeah. need to watch all of the. I'm not gonna do it. Mm. But but how's that different from watching episodic TV? And that's that's what I'm wrestling with right now because there's a massive difference. If if you watch, um, obviously, if you're watching like Naruto, you need to watch the whole thing. One Piece, whole thing. Dragon Ball Z, whole thing. But if you're watching Looney Tunes, you can pick up any episode of Looney Tunes and catch it. Mm-hmm. If you're watching Tom and Jerry, exactly the same. Arguably, even if you're watching Friends. No, no. Friends, oh, Friends, has, Friends has a whole story going it through has, it. It has a whole story going through it, but you can pick up... Even, what's it, um, My Wife and Kids. It has a storyline going through it. Characters are changing and things are happening. Each episode episode is is his own little storyline. Okay. There are some episodes where there's crossover, but yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I'm just like, I want to watch things which are self-contained, which I don't want to... With anime, I'm already invested in certain anime, so I'm like, all right, cool. I've already watched all of these episodes. I'm going to keep it going. But I'm just like, yeah, there's almost this money grab thing that's happening now where it's just like okay how many manga books can i sell how many how many tickets can i get for this one marvel whatever um and i'm just like yeah you know what i ain't got time like that no more man i want to be able to just pick this thing up read it put it down and pick up a next thing read it put it down i don't want to have to be like yo every week i need to watch this i mean to be fair the first Batman was its own self-contained story it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. And but I loved it. I loved it. I was gonna watch the second one. And um one of my my cousin's wife was like, Oh, I watched it, but it didn't really make sense. Like this and that. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Cause I've seen the first one, I, I follow the continuum. There is also like, an element of But also women don't be doing these things yeah, anyway. Yeah, no. Some people will just not get it anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, so like, so, so like, so, like, Robert, when I asked you, you said you definitely need to see the first one. No, you need to see the first one. It was Andrea. Andrea went not seeing the first one. Um, and so there were things I was having to explain to her because she didn't really know about Spider Man. But like, but, but like, you don't know about Spider Man that, 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 that you don't need to see the first one, but, I, but you would appreciate it more by seeing the first one. Actually, no. You have to watch the first one to enjoy the second one even more. It's it's like you can't just jump to anything having not seen the first Avengers. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can. Endgame and Infinity War is like its own. It's like watching Justice League. Um, it's like watching like the Justice League cartoon series. Yeah, the cart- I, Justice League cartoon. Like, with Justice League Unlimited, there were so many superheroes like I didn't know about, and um, but that didn't take away from me watching watching the episode. But were you watching it? Were you watching them sequentially? I watched whatever came up on Cartoon Network that day. <laughs> but and and like arguably as well, the. 
the Bible is presented in 66 books, presenting a continuum in which you almost need to go through the whole thing in order to kind of capture what was like you're reading Matthew in as much as Matthew is his own self-contained book by its reference in Old Testament and blah, 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 blah. So even biblically, there's a, a wider narrative. Yeah, which, but even the Bible isn't even written in chronological order. So like you're reading it and it's not, and you're not, it's not like, like a story like that. It's like, yeah. go back a bit, yeah. go forward a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. But it's almost like, so if, if you were living in the days of the Bible being written, then it's almost like this, not so much a, like a cliffhanger, because each book is is self-contained in that the author's intention behind it or God's purpose behind the author's intention has been completed in this book. No, because no, because the Bible wasn't put together until after all the stuff had happened. So what I'm so, saying is when Jeremiah was writing the stuff in Jeremiah, yeah, the purpose that God had placed on him in writing that was completed by the end of Jeremiah. Yeah, but then but then you don't have to read Exodus to uh, to understand Jeremiah. Though. You don't. You don't. Yeah, the Bible is also very different. It's not a script for a free movie, man. It, it could be. It has a very different intent behind hey, bro, it. Have you seen Have you seen the movie Noah? The movie Moses. There's a whole like BBC adaptation of the books of the Bible. Yes, but it was written, <laughs> or designed with a different thing in mind. It was. It was, but. It is. It is a. Yes, it is yeah, a narrative. Blasphemy. There is a biblical narrative. Um, you're comparing the Bible with James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go watch. Go, go watch Spider Man two, but watch Spider Man one first. See that? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Have you all seen Transformers? No, I'm uh, not Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. Yeah, I haven't seen it. You know, you don't I'm need not to see it. The so watch that one. We are pouring the water, yeah, and it sounded like a bourbon advert. Just pour, and I almost just pictured you swirling brown liquor in front of the camera and like smelling it's it. It's water. It's just water. Anyone seen Little Mermaid yet? Gems went to go see it. What, what I've heard think? good things. Yeah, she really enjoyed it. Gems, Leia, and Amelia went to go see it. They really enjoyed it. They really enjoyed it. Leia literally came home and spent the whole rest of the week just listening to little mermaid on spotify trying to do little mermaid stuff on canva yeah like she really enjoyed it has she watched the original um i think she has she she watches disney animations very sporadically okay like, question so yeah. so now that, now that this movie has come out is this the new the, the new original this, this, is it. this is it your household. This, is it. this is this is the same thing as people that only know ice cube as an actor like oh. that's their that's their reality let them have it like <laughs> nah. you know gems ain't gonna have it because the um the cartoon is gems's like one of her favorite films yeah let it be man let nah. it be yeah um and it, but then all the animals look bare butters in the movie. Yeah, Sebastian looked weird. Even Latvia, bro. Sorry, Slander was looking like one tilapia. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what though? Yeah, I'd like my one, my favorite film currently. One of my favorite films currently is Moana. 
Sick. Love it. Never watched it before. Haven't you, bro? I've watched Frozen Evil. Yeah, apparently they're they're planning the live action version. It's only a matter of time. Just ruining it. They they, they need to stop with live action, man. Bro. Yeah. And they need to stop with Fast and Furious too, because that one's finished. So do you know what? Yeah, Fast um, has three, two more, two more movies. So Vin Diesel's wife in Fast and Furious, yeah. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one that's still alive. Um, Shell Rodriguez. Yes. Letty. So <laughs> they they did a dirty. She was on a red carpet, and she was talking about Marvel. She was like, "Now nah, Marvel just needs to stop it. Like, there's enough Marvel films now." And then the person was like, and how many Fast and the Furious films are there now? <laughs> that was a set. <clears throat> but yeah, 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 yeah. The storytelling, just looking at the story, storytelling and stuff, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm on it. I don't know if I'm on it. Because yeah. Spider-Man? Is, it, is there any movie from your childhood or, or, or series that you'd like to be seeing, see as a live action? Mm. That's a good question. Let me think too. Well, it's mad because we kind of, I don't know about you guys, I kind of grew up on Disney. Mm. So the, the ones that, you know, like The Lion King and Pocahontas and them lot, they've already done. Yeah. Even, even Peter Pan, they've already done a few different Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. I think Fillmore would make a funny live action. Who? Fillmore. I haven't seen that. You don't know Fillmore from Disney Channel? Nah, sorry, mate. Uh, I think I'm an adult. Wow. <laughs> Fillmore? Nah, I have to see Fillmore. Fillmore, he was, he was like, he was a safety control officer at his school. He, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had to Google it real quick. Never seen it, no. Like Recess and Rugrats and all of them man there. Fillmore was serious, bro. No. <coughs> is a good a good Power Rangers live action. Well, no, because it was Power Rangers, Power Rangers was live action. action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like a movie. Yeah. But yeah, no. It was live action, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know, you know. Static Shock. We need that Static Shock. I don't know if they'll do it right. Static Shock, man. Yeah, that was a I don't know if they'll do it right. Actually, be a banger. Freakazoid. Do you guys ever? Do you guys remember Freakazoid? I I never watched it, but I, I know it. That one could be good. Batman be good. and Batman Beyond would be good as a live action. Batman Beyond would be good. I think they'll. Oh no. I think they're working on that actually. No, no, they wouldn't be. No, not with James Gunn. No, yeah, no. Terry Guinness. Terry McGuinness. through my memory. I don't know. You know. Mm. Tom and Jerry won't work. They've done it. They've done it. They've done a live action Tom and Jerry. Yeah, they've done it. Anyway. Um, this is premium content for the listeners. I know, right? Listeners, type in the comments what you, what you want to see as a live action. I think something along the lines of like, actually, no, they've, they, I think they've, they've done something similar. Um... The anime is with like the the mech suits, but there's there was a oh, live Gundam. action, with, yeah, like those stuff. But there was a live action with Idris Elba. 
Oh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. That's it. That's it. Pacific Rim was. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was all grey monsters, and then the John Boyega one was. Oh, Daddy's Legacy. And the voice. I don't. I don't think I watched that one. Real Steel was really good. Yeah, Real Steel was good. But Real Steel was it? Was it? It wasn't a cartoon, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't. But yeah. I'd watch a cartoon about that. To be to be honest. Ooh. What the thing that might work though, Akira. I heard they're working on that. I heard they're working on that. Cause they, I, heard, they, I think I heard it was a Western group. Oh, that's gonna be yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think that the animations that have good potential are the anime, but then I yeah. think they will only ever be done right if done by. Done by yeah yeah. You know, the, the Avatar was a shambles. Dragon Ball Z was a shambles. We don't talk about those. We don't talk. About those. <laughs> have oh, you guys I... watched um, Alice in Borderland? No, I've heard a lot That's about it. Netflix, I've seen yeah. Yeah, yeah it's give a watch. It's pretty good. Um, I always go to my my favorite my favorite movies all time, Ronnie Kenshin. I always go there. Mo, keep quiet. No one wants to hear from you right now. Keep quiet. What about Afro Samurai as a live action? Ooh. Cool. And you get Samuel L. Jackson to do the same thing, just add his voice. That might cool. actually <laughs> cool. Who would you get to play um, Afro? Oh, who would they cast as Afro Samurai? Michael J. White? He's too big. I was thinking him. I was thinking yeah, him. He, is, he is too big, though. He's too big. Oh. Better not be. Um... Michael. Oh, I know who I, I want to say, but I don't know if you know him. Let me find out his real name. I hope he's not dead. Let me let me quickly. Yo, you know how did they? Um, Michael Kenneth Williams. Michael Kenneth Williams. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, he's older. Yeah, but he's got a scar. You can always put those in thingy. Oh, oh yeah, so he's dead. He's dead. Though, he's dead. He? Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no, okay, no, never mind. No. Shout yeah, out to Omar. He would have been perfect. He would have been perfect. I'm thinking this guy, this guy from um, the Harder Day Four. Um, have you seen the Harder Day Four? No. Oh, well, he's Latif. Latif. Oh, oh yes, um, the guy from um, Judas and the Messiah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he would. Would work. No, I don't know. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, I'd have to see him in like a Quentin Tarantino, like Keith Stanfield. I'd have to see him in like a Quentin Tarantino film. I think Daniel Kaluuya has the right face for it. I don't know if he has the right body for it. Yeah, he'd have to get he'd have to get shredded, and I don't know if he can. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. I mean, if I say stupid things, uh, what's his name? Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith. Nope, 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 nope. You, you know what? Donald Glover. It's not a bad call. Mm. I think I could do it. I, I think he could do it. No, but Donald Glover has light skin energy, though. I feel like, I feel like... Yeah, but you, know, but, but, but you know what? Afro Samurai is like so dark throughout the series. You, could, you, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like most Donald of us, just shut the mic down. Donald Glover could do it. Or they could just race switch. I mean, why not? 
What? <laughs> Bold. Outrage, yeah. Just give Jack Harlow a, a, a Just give him an afro. No, if you're going to race research, it has to be Machine Gun Kelly. He's <laughs> <laughs> he, he, outrage everyone. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you guys know Megan Fox is a self-proclaimed witch? Yeah, because that has done blood rituals with MGK. I've seen that uh, they've been drinking each other's blood. Well, yeah. Yeah. Megan Fox. <sighs> Fam, when you said Megan Fox, yeah? You thought, you thought Megan good? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. No, not, not past his wife. Oh, Not suffer, mammy. Bro, I was about to say what you might you married a pastor and then and then you just... switched to witchcraft. Oh no, but she's doing that with um thing now, Jennifer Majors. Yeah, which again, I don't know if it's a good thing, but hey. Yeah, well, what happened? What happened? Career isn't going too hot, so give her some publicity. Yo, David Washington. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. He could do it. He could do it easily. He could do it easily. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Just, and Bayega just, uh, would have to be the it would have to be the side man. And he'll still be he'll still be voiced by Tommy O. Jackson. <laughs> um or the other guys. Uh, what's his name? The guy from Twelve Years a Slave. Ooh. Oh Chilty uh G4. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I think I think um, Washington's. Oh. Hey, you see the guy in um, Friday? I've forgotten his name. The the big um, black guy who kept kept bullying people. Um, I know you're talking about. Um, what's his name? What was he Friday? Oh, Debo. Debo, the guy who played Debo. Let me find. Tommy Lester Jr. Oh, he's dead. Oh, I was gonna say he would have to be part of the few the the group of the five, or is it seven? Oh yeah, no, of course, yeah. Because there was yeah. one hench guy who's got rocket launchers in his backpack. Yeah, he would have to be that guy. <laughs> Either him or uh, Terry Crews. Yeah. Nah, this is mocking it. So I type, I'm Google searching black male actors. Why is Michael Schofield in in the search thing? <laughs> Wait, Michael <coughs> Schofield from uh, Thingy. Prison Break. Yeah. 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 He's half black. Is he? I mean, he's light skin. Nah. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman could have done it. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Anyway, we're rambling now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Wesley Snipes, you know. Like, Wesley Snipes would have to be the dad that gets killed, like, yeah, first. No, he's far too old now. He's far too old now. Yeah. An hour. Hookups. Hmm. Anyone want to go first? Hey, my hookup 
my hookup is a very pagan hookup. <laughs> Jay Huss featuring Drake. Who told you? Mm. Drake's verse is pants. <laughs> Absolute pants. I don't know. Bro, it must have been one of them situations where it's like, I paid Drake to give me a verse. Whatever verse he gives me is the only verse that he's going to give me, so I have to use it. But his verse is pants. So don't listen to it for Drake. But the track itself, absolute bang. I, I was going to sing it, but copyright in that. Come on. You got a copy, Tom? Um... I think my hookup will have to be uh... a new to-do list. Well, actually, you know, I might as well. So I'm trying out a new app. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a to-do list app. It's not a to-do list app. It's a note-taking app okay. called Capacities. It just approaches it very differently. It doesn't use folders or anything. It just uses objects. So every note is an object, and then you can build links between the objects and I really like the concept behind it, so I'm I'm trying it out. Um, in addition to my toolbox of apps, I'm not going away from Notion or Remnote, but I'm just trying this out. It won't replace any of them, but I think I can find a very specific use case for this. So capacities, it's in beta now, kind of, but it's free, so you can jump on, give it a try. Is it on iOS, or do you only know for him? It's on iOS. Well, it's on it's on iOS, but the mobile app is in public beta as well. So the mobile okay. app is only for um, paid subscribers presently. Um, but yeah. Okay, okay. So my cup, my is going to be an album by Jordan Armstrong. If you look for the Jordan, it's J O R. Then there's a apostrophe D A N. Don't ask me why. He's American. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Armstrong. The album is called Church Girls Love R and B. Oh yeah. 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 Like it, like he he like randomly came up when we were driving one time. And I think he was singing he, he was singing a, a gospel adjacent song. So 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 I, I went to go and look <laughs> look him up. And then this album came and I listened to it trying to figure out whether he's a gospel artist or not. He's a uh, how does he describe himself? Gospel adjacent. <laughs> no, he 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 says something different. Almost saved. Uh, he's a oh, what's the word? It's it's the contemporary Christian artist. Mm. Okay. That's what he is. But the album is a vibe. CCM. Um, come on. Um. Yeah, it's a vibe. Listen to it with your missus on the car rides. First interview is called Keisha, of course. <laughs> Second one's called Becky. <laughs> well, that's no, good, it's good, it's good. All right, let's round up. Um, shout out Rude for the intro outro music. Cover channel Audrey and Maze logo. Twitter at the UK. Instagram at TBS Furnace. Email tbsfurnace.com forward slash the black No, no. Email tbsfurnacehotball.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blackest Furnace no apostrophe. On all good podcasts, websites, and apps, the Blackest Furnace with an apostrophe. And that's it. So this is the Blackest Furnace signing out. Black. Black.